HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Copper and Kings, pure copper pot distilled American brandy aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. For more information, visit copperandkings.com. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Southern Teague. And we are, I gotta tell you, this today is a, for, for me, it, for us, it's very special. For me, it's, it's kind of a bittersweet show today. Um, our guest today has never really been on this show, but he's been at every single episode of this show. In fact, he's been... Involved with every single episode of every show on Heritage Radio Network since the very beginning. He's our executive producer, great friend, and a very interesting dude. And I'm I'm really happy to have Jack Inslee from Heritage Radio on the show today. Listeners of the Speakeasy might know me as uh, Jack behind the glass who's thirsty to taste whatever Damon's (laughs) having on the show. Yeah, that is true. Usually when you got somebody, you're like, and Jack's looking at us from behind the glass. He's uh, got an empty cup there. Yeah, like salivating on the other side of the door. (laughs) That's me. Welcome to the show, man. I'm here and I have a glass in my hand in the live room. And you know what? I finally made it. Let's start out this way. Cheers, Hey, cheers. Cheers. Yes. Well, thanks for having me on the show, man. Absolutely. And you know, it's it's like I said, it's bittersweet because after over seven years, you are leaving the station to pursue a, a new station. Yeah, I'm leaving the state, I'm leaving New York. I know, but not far. Going to Washington D.C. D.C. Nation's capital, which makes me kind of jealous because I love America so much. Right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so are you, you know, debatably as American as you can get? Right? I, I try to be. I try yeah. to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, man. When Heritage Radio Network started. You came on. I mean, you you went to school for. I went to school. I went to NYU for music technology. 
Um, and I was basically uh, making money in a number of different ways. Qu- questionable ways? Questionable ways. <laughs> uh, I was doing freelance sound for like short films and stuff. Mm-hmm. So boom, boom in the shot. That's me for, mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and then my best buddy, Nat, a.k.a. Rectech, um, he, he was the program director at WNYU. So he ran the radio station at NYU. And Patrick Martins, who started Heritage Radio. Uh, started Heritage Foods. Started Heritage Foods. Started Slow Food USA. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Big, big I mean, hitter. The big, 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 big hitter. Uh, and he, he knew everybody. He contacted WNYU looking for some help. Because he wanted to start this radio station, like I just said. So he started Slow Food USA. He worked with Carlo Petrini at Slow Food International. Then he started selling the Heritage Turkeys, opening Heritage Foods USA. And Carlo, who did Slow Food International, had like a pirate radio station. And it was like super communist and crazy. And it was in Italy <laughs> and radio bra, red waves. And Patrick always wanted to do something kind of similar. So he reached out to WNYU. That's how Nat got involved. I was living with Nat and making music with Nat. That's how I got involved. So I remember the first time I met Patrick, he had like a napkin and we were at the spotted pig well the first thing he asked me is if me and nat were dating that was the first question he's like so you guys business. partners um but then you know he starts drawing it out on the napkin he's like it's gonna be food radio and you'll click here and you'll hear the chefs and then there's the i'm like this guy's crazy yeah he's pretty crazy crazy <laughs> but sure enough like it started happening you know they like yeah. put the shipping containers here and before you know it they they build you know this, this happened it's amazing man <laughs> yeah and it's been like kind of like this really like wildly organic thing you know like with Roberta's and with Heritage Radio and just like just building out to do all these things like you guys are like Heritage and like Bonnaroo and Coachella and stuff like that and like I mean you, you DJ uh, a lot of parties and stuff and like you're constantly around all these really huge events now yeah too and which is it's just in, it's incredible how it's grown to such a point and like that's that's you and Patrick, just and Aaron Fairbanks, of course. Totally. Like, no, it's super organic, man. I mean, like when he started it, there were two shows here, you know, three shows. Um, and the way that goes is like one awesome guy. You were a guest. Like th- this I, is the I story of Heritage Radio, right? Like you go on Patrick's show. He, he, you know, he knows you from going to Prime Meats. He's like, hey, come to my show, man. You know a lot about. You're a great bartender. Come talk about cocktails. And then he's like, you should have a show. And then you know, it's funny because uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> um, my buddy uh, Justin McKitty, who started the Brooklyn Food and Beverage Collective, uh, introduced me to a friend of his who was wanting to get in radio, and she was asking me how it happened. And I was just like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> like, I'd, it wasn't really that hard of a, a thing to get into because of Patrick right. inviting me as a guest on his show. And then, you know, a couple days later, he was like, that's a really good show, man. Do you want your own show? I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and the early days of Heritage was a series of Patrick saying, I offered this person a show. <laughs> and totally. like, right some of place, them landed right and some of them didn't. And usually it's my job to like follow up and be like, all right, let's see if we can make this into a, a thing. But, you know, what? what's cool about that, too, What since, since you know, like the majority of the shows on the network are about food and beverage culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, cooking, farming, uh, drinks. It's that kind of networking just happens naturally in those worlds. So like to have that as a, like a, as a focal point for the shows to come onto the, the radio station, it just made sense. It like, it was very like word of mouth, like oh, yeah. shaking hands, like inviting people, you know, it's, it, it's very similar to like and the restaurant and bar world. True course, to, I feel like that's how I got in the co-pilot's chair here. 
Yeah, right? I mean, I was on yeah. the show a few yeah. times. We're friends. Totally. We like to talk about shit. So we talk about shit. We like to drink. Now you find out drink. We just drink and talk about shit. Now you're a radio host. (laughs) You know, and that's like all the people at Heritage, none of them were media trained professionals who were like, I've got a long career in radio and I'd like to apply for a radio show. Like, nah, man. Broadcast journalism. Real fucking (laughs) practitioners, like people doing stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we'll get there. You'll get better. Well, that's the difference with like just kind of like your, your standard like broadcast journalism and this radio station. It's like everyone who has a show, they're deeply passionate about their subject matter yeah you and know? their first episode might suck but oh like, dude my I, I i i haven't listened to this show's oh my early episodes because i mean like, i had some great guests i mean like i had tiki adam kolasar and brian i think Miller, that was the first you know, show like, actually maybe yeah totally yeah. i mean like and i like and as awesome as those people are i hate listening to the early shows because i really didn't know what the fuck i was doing and uh but what's it, what's cool about it is like you know we're not. No one was really on the chopping block, you know, because uh, first of all, we're nonprofit. No one gets yep. paid to do this, and it was like, you know what? Everyone's going to get into it and figure out their way. And all of us, me included, we all learned yeah. as we went. Man, well, no, I think, no one. You know. I think, like you said about just the, the radio station as a whole being an organic organism that became what it is. I think each show does the same thing, and I think that's intriguing to the listener. Yeah, you know, the listener wants to be a fly on the wall and listen, and they don't want to just hear. You know, us flipping through sure. cards and asking questions and exactly. stuff that's you know. That'd be awesome. You know what? From now on, we're gonna we're gonna get a rolodex of some, cards in here. Yeah, some index cards for. And you know what's weird? Uh, <laughs> I say weird, we're not doing interesting, that. unique about Heritage. If you listen to other podcasts, they're all edited. You know, like they'll record for two hours sure. and then they'll yeah. trim it down to this perfect little NPR segment. We're live to tape, man. It's like raw. Really raw, and I think that's cool, and I'm proud of that, and that's something I, I hope continues here forever because it makes us stand out. It's certainly what moved my interest in listening to shows on Heritage Radio Network. Just mm. just being able to again be that fly on the wall and and know that it's a fully live episode yeah. and things can happen, things yep. get spilled, things get thrown at the window. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, more than man. once. <laughs> Belinda, Belinda Chang, you probably know Belinda. Oh yeah, um, sure. She sabered a bottle of uh, champagne or something here and. Uh, She's like, it's totally going to be fine. I'm like, no, there's equipment here. She's like, trust me, it's going to be fine. <laughs> they go for it, and boom, like, that mixing, they had to replace that. It was just a huge mess, and you can hear it on the show, and everybody's like, Everyone's oh, kind of gas. Everything frying. <laughs> That's fun, you know? Yeah. She replaced all the equipment. Belinda's awesome. The, so. I, the, she's, she's fucking wonderful. She um, is. Uh, you, know, the, you know, going back to what saying about doing live radio, That's to me, like, there's no editing, like especially you know when we're talking about the show, the, these shows on on the network. Um, you know, I definitely love li- like listening to uh, podcasts that are you know edited with like some cool like background sure, music yeah. and some weird radio silence and stuff like that. But like you know, like having like you know when we're talking to customers at the restaurants and the bars we work at. There's no editing. Yes. There's, no, there's no chance for editing. It's it's all live there. It's you a, know, a nightly and live I, performance. And I tell people all the time, you know, like, well, when I train in bartenders, I'm like, dude, and also like, for instance, like having like an open kitchen, like at, at Grand Army, like everyone's on stage. You have to perform yep. professionally. You're on stage, and like, and there's no second chances really for that. Um, so it's it has been really interesting doing that with this this show and listening to the other shows and being a guest on other shows. Um, man, uh, so what what were some of your like? Okay, 
first of all, let, let's talk about this. So, uh, so when you when you started the radio station with Patrick, you 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 were from the radio, like uh, the sound music world. Yeah, yeah. So, going into a station where the shows are all about food oh and beverage, God. like how has that affected your life Dude, and lifestyle? I didn't know the first thing about the first thing about food or beverage. You know, my idea of a great drink was like a handle of Makers. You know, <laughs> that was like that's like gonna treat myself and yeah. go get the Makers, not the Evan Balling Williams. Out. You know, that was. That was my idea of luxury. Uh, like fast food three, four nights a week, dude. You know, Dominican rice and, and chicken across the street from me. I didn't know anything. And, like, with Patrick, he's the kind of guy, and this is a testament to him, is, like, you know, some people will be like, oh, you don't know. You don't know. Stay in the back. Patrick's like, no, no, no. Come sit next to me and Alice Waters. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And she's sitting there like, you got to try these Hen of the Woods mushrooms. And I'm like, I hate mushrooms in my head, but I'm like, I should probably eat these, you know? Yeah, it should probably I should probably listen. just shut up and like, listen. Um, and then you learn, you're like, oh damn, I do like mushrooms. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know what, what's what until you try it really. Yeah, absolutely, man. I like, I was never a fan, like growing up, I was never really a fan of tomatoes. And then I had some heirloom tomatoes and I was right. like, holy shit. Like I've never yeah. actually had tomatoes. I yeah, see. I exactly. see. Yeah. I've never had them or I've never had them right. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. I mean, my family, I, I was like the person that got made fun of for ordering chicken parm at every dinner. You know? <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with chicken parm. Nothing at all. But it's funny because now my family, the big joke is like, God, look, like he'll eat anything now. And I, <laughs> I was the picky eater kid, you know, all the way through till I was... 20, 21 or whatever. How many, like, McDonald's filet of fishes have you had in your no, life? No, no filet of fish. Okay. That was that, that's, I, I gotta draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of that. Um, but it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's like, uh, and, you know, I was thinking about this with your show, too. If you're, if you're a kid that's like, I want to get into bartending, I want to learn about, you know, spirits and uh, all this stuff, listen to the archive of Speakeasy. Oh, thanks, man. You know, it's like free free school this whole network is kind of like free food studies free culinary studies it's yeah I agree absolutely, absolutely. Right. absolutely you know there put your some, time in there have been some great guests on this show there have been some great you know casual interviews that have revealed gems of information that I, I go back and listen to all the time myself yeah Wondrich probably for me was the first dude that came in here talking about drinks that had my head spinning where you're like oh my goodness yeah and then it kind of inspires you to do more research and think more about it well, so that that to me is interesting. Like when I think about you starting this radio station, and like you know, almost eight years later, like you've you've literally been involved with not not every show, but every episode of every Thousands, show. So, yeah. like to me, like like it, like, what are we going to do without you? This is the big question. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, seriously, man. I mean, but like that, just like the wealth of knowledge and information that you've obtained over all these years and all these shows, and these great episodes, is available to everybody else. It's though. That's available crazy to everyone, thing. right? Exactly. But you it's can... it's all in your 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 dome oh, there. <laughs> weird, weird pockets. Yeah, I, I, it's it's strange. Let's you know what, man. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, I, I'd love to hear about <laughs> some of the. Uh, I'd love to continue on this conversation of. Some of the the real eye openers for you as I just it, it's so cool like to to go into like just like this world didn't exist to you no like no, the, the food no. and beverage world didn't even like it was never there it was always there but not not for you and like right. now like 
you and I are like fucking drinking rosé and eating foie gras and shit, you know? Right. You, twice a week. Twice yeah, a week. You do this. At you, least. You've probably got a more you probably got a more broad conversational knowledge of, of, of the things that go on in this business yeah. Than, yeah. than lots of us who are in it just by virtue of having I, I'll put it this way. I can, fake, I can fake my way around many conversations. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get uh, a quick break in and we'll, we'll fake through some more conversations. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment with Jack Inslee. Hey, what's up? This is Jack Inslee, the executive producer of Heritage Radio Network, also the host of Full Service Radio. And I want to talk to you about Brandy. Uh, I was lucky enough to visit Louisville, and we all know Kentucky is whiskey territory. However, the best thing I had to drink was brandy. I got to visit Copper and King's Distillery, and they make pure copper pot distilled American brandy aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels, matured with rock and roll. That's right. Sonic aging. They're playing music to the barrels. The stuff is double distilled, non-chill filtered, unadulterated by bois, sugar, or caramel color. And this stuff is feisty, rambunctious, with a long, smooth finish. This stuff isn't made exactly in the style of an international brandy or a cognac. It's more along the lines of an American whiskey. I can really be honest here and tell you, I'm not just reading you an ad, I'm giving you a tip. American brandy, you're not seeing it everywhere. Copper and Kings is doing it incredibly well, and they're cool people. The distillery is full of incredible art. Like I said, they're playing rock and roll to the barrels. So again, Copper and Kings, pure copper, pot distilled, American brandy, aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. That's copperandkings.com. Drink it neat, put it in a cocktail, sub it for your brown spirits, experiment, have fun, get funky. This stuff is awesome. Oh, yeah. We are back. That's Copper and Kings Brandy. (laughs) Copperandkings.com. How many... <laughs> How many takes did that take? It, it, that was off the dome, man. Dude, it, Just, yeah, it, it was. It yeah, was real nice. There was some editing that went into <laughs> that. Luckily, um, that that stuff actually is good. I've had to, without calling out anybody, this stuff's great. Some ads that maybe I wasn't so enthusiastic about. <laughs> <laughs> nature of the business. Yeah, nature of the business. So before the break, we were talking with Jack Insley uh, uh, regarding uh, just the the. the Wealth of information out there on Heritage Radio Network throughout all the shows and episodes, and uh, man, like I, I know, like we we've been boys now for a good chunk of our lives, and yeah. I, I'm 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 really happy that that we met and became friends, and uh, we've uh, we've gone on some uh, some food and beverage excursions, uh, yes, <laughs> some highbrow, some lowbrow, you know. <laughs> Hanging out in the Florida Keys, you know. Oh man, uh, <laughs> just chilling real hard. Um, so, what I want to know is clearly like the station and the well, the content of the station and, and the shows and the episodes has definitely like changed your perspective immensely. Uh, what what are some of the the biggest like memorable like moments in in some shows that like really changed? Uh, Kind of like flipped your lid, oh, man. or also even just changed the direction of Heritage Radio Network in general. Are there, yeah, are there sure. any seminal shows that like 
even single episodes that just turned the ball a little? I mean, Dave Arnold coming into the network, I think, changed <laughs> the game, you know? Yeah, um, sure. I fucking love that guy. There's nobody like him, and... That's like at a point where I started feeling like I know I know about food I know this stuff and then Dave Arnold comes in and you're like I I don't know anything right back <laughs> back to square one back to, and every episode feels like back to square one with him um, yeah Dave Arnold's pretty pretty fucking awesome one of the earliest things I learned was through one of the wine shows this is like a stupid revelation but you know kind of like the difference between a $7 bottle of wine and a $20 bottle of wine is going to be a greater difference than a $20 to a $40 bottle. You know, like that yeah, first jump sure. in price. The first jump, yeah, totally, man. Really, like, is where the difference lies. Little, little, little tips like that. Dude, I mean... Helping a guy that didn't know too much, you know, and then you get to impress your friends. I mean, like, bringing home Heritage Pork Chops from Patrick. Well, that's, that's huge, too. <laughs> huge. And uh, you have your friends over, and you get these Heritage Pork Chops, and... You Cook them, your friends are like, damn, you became a good cook, man. And I'm like, no. Just you better know. ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that's the big revelation, the you know. And I didn't realize it was so ingredient-driven, the whole industry, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You can't really fuck up a heritage pork chop. I that's mean, you'd have to try hard. pretty hard, you know. Um, you know, uh, one of the things, I, 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 just as a sidebar to that, to me, that alone with like well that with Patrick like because like uh, before the that geez when I started the show the offices were on the other corner of this block oh yeah uh, in the the place across the street um, but I remember going to the office and he was just like dude how many pork chops do you want <laughs> like he's like you want some steaks and stuff and so he sent me home with like. A bag full of meat, and I was yeah. just like, "That's awesome." Yeah. And then something—I'll get to this in a second. But another thing was Jimmy. Oh man! From from Jimmy's forty-three, what a good dude. With his uh, beer session show, you know, also on this radio station, just being such a fucking incredible host. He, had, you know, hosting a lot of like heritage meetings and parties at his bar, and. Just being an incredible human being. It all this together, like Patrick and 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 Jimmy and Dave Arnold and like the, the countless people uh, who've been on the show. It really pushed, like it really like heightened my my awareness and and drive for like just plain like hospitality. Yes, you know, just being a incredible host you know like you were saying with Patrick uh, mm-hmm. like like going to dinner and like sit between me and Alice Waters yep. and let's all do this together yep that, and that that's is, why right, this, it's inclusive instead of exclusive yeah. I think that's the big difference you know? 100%. I don't think the guys from Monsanto and IBP are sitting around having community <laughs> meetings you know they're just nope. counting money you don't yeah. see them they're behind closed doors and that's but that's what the, the genius of Patrick doing it here at, at a public space at a commu- a place that's communal by nature anyway like people are coming and hanging out here and having these conversations at Roberta's mm-hmm. anyway you know and there's a we can see them we're right here I mean yeah um, I think that makes all the difference because so many of these studios in media, media at large, right? They're usually in some office on the 28th floor and you don't see them. Right. You don't, you know, you're not interacting with them. Yeah. I think that makes all the difference. Right. Somehow they're above the community looking, looking down, looking down. And, 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 you know, literally reporting. Right. But, but this seems more like you're in the community and you're, you're not reporting, you're talking. Oh, man. The it's, early a conversa- days, it's a conversation and everybody's welcome. So many shows back in the day where, like, you're having an interview and you're like, oh, hey, look, it's... Uh, 
It's Tom Mylan from the Meat Hook. Hey, come in, Tom. You know, wait, we were yeah. just talking about uh, whatever, butchering. Uh, join in. Yeah, it's Steve Schneider from Employees Only just like pops into the studio. Oh, you got iced a few times. Yeah, right? I got iced a few times. A few times. <laughs> One of the things Patrick taught Thank me early on, um, which I thought was really interesting and in ahead of the curve, is like everyone was talking, especially when this kicked off, local, 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 locavore, everybody, local, everything. And Patrick is always like, just because it's local doesn't mean it's better, man. You know? Some I, some yeah. things are you know not going to be the best from here. I I absolutely agree with that. I, I think it's a beautiful idea. No, yeah. and it's great. I mean, like you know, the, growing up like in in Southwest Oklahoma, <laughs> you know, like and this is this is kind of like one of those things that made me think about like like I thought back on this as far as terroir goes. We grew. When when I was closer to the town of Lone Wolf, when we were like kind of on the edge of town, I had a cornfield and I had wheat as well. And then when we went out to our farm, we mostly did wheat because even that two mile spread from like being in town to out of town, corn didn't grow very well on our fields, like it like out on north of town. But in town, it did. But like just the the base. Uh, like the like the actual like it's kind of like a basin kind of thing where like there's kind of like a valley between like some plateaus and then like the Wichita Mountains. Yeah. So it it that is two. That's like actually it's probably about a mile and um, a half. One mile yeah. different. You know. Right. So yeah, I mean like it can't, it can't always be like necessarily better because it's local. But you know what? You know what we did? The community got together and we would share grains. Vegetables, greens, because that—that's what local is about, you know. Yeah. Community. I think it all yeah. comes back to community. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, <clears throat> I agree. I don't think that just because it's local makes it better. I think that um, you know you want to support local as best you can. But if the product isn't good, then maybe it shouldn't be being made local in the first place. Right. They're trying to force a square peg into a round hole from the time they're putting seeds sure. into the ground. Yeah. You know. Yeah, who was it? Uh, Florence Fabricant once was like, I can't tell you how many shitty ketchups I get mailed all the time <laughs> <laughs> from these, like, you know, I just invent. She's like, guess what? You're not as good as, as, as Heinz. As Heinz? You're just yeah, not totally as good. Man. It's, it's, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And also, I hate to say it, man, especially this being a drink show, but I, Coca-Cola. I mean, you can't, you can't. I know they're they're huge and whatever, but I mean, they're they're big for a reason, you know. It, um, monster. It's it's you know. <laughs> you, you, it's the the problem with that is like you're trying to recreate something that exists rather than just fucking create your own. Yeah, thing, man. man. Do something you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Do Cut your else. own path, man. Plant your own garden, whatever. <laughs> you know, start your own radio station. Yes. Break the rules. Break some rules, man. And, and We definitely broke rules for many don't, years. Don't break the rules. Write your own fucking rules, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was sad when we came to the realization we couldn't just play any music we wanted. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, wait. Licensing? There's, yeah, there's licensing, I guess, we got to deal with. I mean, there was a point where we would just be like, oh, Damon, what do you want for the break song this week? You just... Like, Fucking thin Lizzie, man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> always, always, man. But no, back to community. Then and, you know, we we kind of came to that realization. It's like, all right, well, Damon, does your band want to give us some music? And uh, well, that friends of the station, you have music you want to play, and now only, it's all original. Yeah, but the only the only thing that I miss about those days is that it well, it was free 
like very just like open to do whatever. But like, and that that's cool, man. Just like the freedom of that. But the coolest thing about that is when the station went over to five hundred one c three, like nonprofit status, is that again it went back to the fucking community, yeah. man. So yeah. like. Like, there's so many people, like, especially with the Bresnitz Twins, you know, having their show. Oh, yeah. And, like, and, uh, like with all the bands that they had come through. The, the, like, the main thing I miss about those days was when you would get on the, the ones and twos and just, like, spin. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you could. But, um, but, again, like, through the community, there's all this access to all this amazing music and... It, I get that. That's local, and I think that's actually one of those rare situations where local is better. Oh yeah, I, man. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with that too. Again, you have a sense of community when you go and see a live band play that's from the community. Yeah, like everybody's into it. Everybody's and, they're, they're, and like another cool thing, especially for me too, man. With my band being on the on the radio station, it's like there, there's no there are no musicians out there that are going to say no to having their stuff oh no way man we got hundreds and hundreds of songs and we can tell you something personally about all of them you know it's 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 great and it's same thing as hospitality like you've touched those tables you know touch those turntables hey (laughs) (laughs) so now you've got seven-ish years of experience doing this here at heritage radio network and the sad news that i don't think we've mentioned on the air today is that you're leaving Yes. And what is it you plan to do with all this acquired knowledge? What's next for Jack? Yeah, well, I'm moving to D.C. Um, and going to basically build something pretty similar to this. Um, not solely focused on food and beverage this time, but uh, a large chunk of the programming will be. And what's cool is that that programming comes right back to Heritage. So, you know, we get to oh, say, yeah. like, Heritage has a little bit of a sister station in uh, D.C. Like an outpost. A little outpost, exactly. So, I mean, because it'd be crazy for me to do, like, Jack's Food Radio, you know, because <laughs> it's just not, you know. I'm crazy awesome. Sure, but it's it's Heritage. I mean, man, that's everything, like you said, everything I know about food or anything, anybody I know in the industry, it all comes through this. So it's yeah. like, feed it right back to that community. But we'll be doing, obviously, some politics, and uh, it's going to be in a really interesting public space also. In a lobby somewhere to be disclosed, but there'll be, you know, all kinds of a a lot more music. um, And uh, the visibility to me is like the real key. It's going to also be public facing where the public can interact. And in my dream world, you know, I I hope to open these in all cities across the country because each one will be its own kind of community. And everyone's like, hey, so who's going to be the host on your radio station? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to go to D.C. I'm going to go to the cool places. I'm going to see who's doing cool stuff. And the same way that this started, it's like, meet one cool person, give them a show. They'll have a friend that wants a show. And, you know, it just kind of grows from the ground up like that. Yeah. I'll introduce you to my buddy, Derek Brown. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. He is the... And, and I, Burnbach. I, I always... I can't ever remember yeah, his actual nice. title, but he tells me his title, and then he follows up with the funny title. So it was his, he is the spirits advisor for the National Archives, if I'm not blowing that. But then he'll just laughingly say... I'm the highest-ranking bartender in government. <laughs> so, yeah, man. And he lives in D.C., so maybe he'd be a good candidate to at least be on a couple <laughs> shows. He's it's, a great guy. It's like a terroir for radio, man. I would hope that each like project yeah, sounds totally man. different, like that's the place where it is, and you know, yeah, reflective of the airwar it lives in. <laughs> airwar, whoa. whoa, holy shit, sick. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we, Southern Teague has coined a new term. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, dude, that just blew me away. Um, <laughs> well, okay, so 
Outside of you going to another town, yep. I, I, and being bummed about that, I'm I'm also just a little bummed that uh, you're gonna have to. There's so many great bars and restaurants in DC, but uh, I'm bummed that I'm not gonna see you as often at mine. So, Souther, I, I I'm proposing that uh, let's let's open a bar in DC so uh, <laughs> so, Jack, so Jack can be a regular there. Down. Not, not too just far saying. from something that may already be happening, Mr. All right. Mr. Bolte. So we can, right. we can talk some more off the air. Well, you know what, man? It's a quick Acela ride, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's, it's, I've been it's, down a few times lately. It's lately. basically the sixth borough. <laughs> Maybe the seventh. Maybe yeah. seventh. Seventh or eighth. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. <laughs> Close enough. Something like that. Oh. It's really exciting, though, man. And this actually never would have happened without you. I'm not going to divulge too much, but, like... This connection I made to do this. So thing people are gonna blame me for you leaving. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. File your complaints. No, man, we had a, we had a really awesome night uh, at the at the cocktail classic, and that is what led to the things that led to this. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. another organic maneuver. Like, totally it's great. I, I, I really like that organic style of growth. That like slow model that generates totally. that generates uh, you know a a, a, a real. Sort of dedicated following, you know. I feel like things that things that explode really fast. Your following is there, but they're gone tomorrow. Yeah, they fizzle out. Yeah, but like the dedicated following that, that you've generated here at Heritage Radio Network is gonna is going to go with you. Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks. It's all about the community, all about your neighbors, and it man, is. I, I've, is it? It's like I said, it's a bittersweet day for me, man. Especially because I fucking love you to death, man. I love you to death, and uh, I'm glad we have been neighbors through. All almost 200 episodes of this show, and I, I got to interview you, and that's a fun episode. I, that was, was, <laughs> we, that we, was Damon's fun. guest didn't show up, and is like, "Fuck it, man, I'll interview you." <laughs> oh, we got your life story on the show. Perfect. Yeah, man, dude, I, I'm glad to have uh, been able to share this with you, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, just all the best of luck. You got uh, a home in DC, dude. I, that's I. Well, that's what I was gonna get to. I was gonna ask you about that after the show. But. <laughs> Um, Absolutely, and that's that's part of the fun with this, man. Anytime anybody in this community is traveling in through DC, there's a, there's a home, there's a microphone yeah, that's ready to record. Absolutely, man. Yeah, you know? dude, I can't thank you enough for being there the whole time, man. And uh, can't wait to see you in DC. Of course, you'll be checking in. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll we'll keep everyone, all of our listeners out there, updated on what Jack's up to. And uh, dude, thanks for being the guest today. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks for building Long this time house. coming, man. All right, well, let's get a quick cheers in. Hey, glasses up. Cheers. Cheers. Gentlemen. All right, that's it for the Speakeasy this week. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Southern Teague. And Jack Inslee. (laughs) Copperandkings.com. Best of luck to you, And a shout-out to uh, Aaron Fairbanks and David and Pierre and the entire team. Um, That's something we didn't really get to this time, but, you know, there was a real turning point when Aaron came in because... uh, Every clubhouse needs to turn legit at some point, mm-hmm. you know. And if Aaron didn't come along, who knows? It'd be fast. You know, the development would have been stunted. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, the ship has never been tighter. It's like I, I see the stuff that's going on now. She's got scholarship programs for kids that are telling stories, and uh, you know, high school kids in the Rockaways and in other uh, other communities. And I mean, it's it's really growing rapidly and in great directions. So. Badass. It's man. all good stuff. All just onward and upward, man. Amen. All right. Cool. That's it for the speakeasy this week. Check out Heritage Radio Network for many of the programs that we yeah. mentioned today on this show. And 
until then we'll see you next week that's it cheers guys peace so you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load knows that country music's gonna save your soul the Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.